And listen to me. This is the Fantasy Football Best Friends Forever Show. Start listening to us or suffer the consequences. Studio 34, he is Frank Stample, I am Greg Sussman, we are your fantasy BFFs. EY on the way in just a bit, Frankie, what's happening? Greggy, very excited here, happy hump day to you first and foremost. Appreciate it. One day out from the NFL season starting the Packers and Bears tomorrow night, we will preview that game tomorrow extensively from a fantasy perspective, as well as have uh, Virginia on to get our injury updates, but today... We give our season predictions, Greg, and I'm very excited because Ezekiel Elliott is officially signed. I took him just the other night in my NFFC draft. I'm pumped up, man. How did your draft go last night? Uh, my draft went all right. You know, I, you know, when I came out of my auction, my home league auction, and I was like, I read the room really, really well. Like, I was very happy with what I did. Like, drafted Zeke for, on, on a, uh, a discount, drafted Todd Gurley on a discount. I was really able to utilize my money well. Like, I read it. Like, I walked out of there, it's like, I got that right. I didn't do that last night. I don't I, know. You showed me your team and, and the way the draft played out. I, I like your team. The team, the, the team is okay. The, the team is okay. It's pretty good. I appreciate that. Um, I, there's just a couple of things I wish I did differently, ultimately. And you feel that in every draft, obviously. But Yeah. Um, I feel like the teams that you walk away feeling that you crushed it, that you got every pick right, are usually the teams where something goes wrong. It's funny because I really meant to, like, not... Stack the bench with all these like gross veterans because I always do it and I did it again. <laughs> so you have like Larry Fitzgerald on no, your team, Michael Crabtree, just the, running, just the running backs. I have three like Peyton 30... Barber. No, I don't have him either. But <laughs> so I do have got? Lashawn McCoy, Frank Gore, and Deion Lewis. <laughs> Frank Gore definitely fits that description. But where you got Lashawn McCoy? Uh, Would you get him in like the tenth round? It's yeah. pretty damn good value. Well, so it's actually crazy. So at my at my spot in the tenth. I was deciding between LaShawn McCoy or Rashad Penny. What would you have done there? I have them, I think, almost back-to-back in my draft. Very close. So it is very, very close. Very, very close. Um, I had them back-to-back as well, obviously. I think I would go with McCoy, but it's close. So I went with McCoy. I actually traded down a few spots because I was like, maybe someone's going to make a decision for me. I'll get some draft capital out of it. Yeah. Um, So so Jet Fan Jeff traded up because he wanted to draft A.J. Green in the 10th round at that spot. Which is I, also not bad value. So I considered doing that as well. And I was like, yeah, whatever. You know what I mean? That was kind of, I really wanted McCoy yep. uh, or Penny. So I ultimately went with LaShawn McCoy. 
And as Jeff was kind of entering, because we use clicky draft, and you kind of, when you have trades, you got to take things out, put them back in, whatever. He by accident presses Rashad Penny in there. But nobody really drafted him. He just like, he was like the highest guy on the list. So we go through the entire 10th round. Nobody drafts him. We're halfway through the 11th round. I'm like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> I know where this is going. So I trade up. I trade up. I'm like, I, I got to make a trade. So I, I, I wind up trading up. I go, I'll take Rashad Penny. Nice. And I three Both people, guys you wanted. Three other people in the room. I'm like, wait, we thought he was drafted. Like, no, he wasn't. Oh, Greggy. And I didn't sneaky, do, sneaky. It wasn't me doing anything. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. And um, so I got both those guys. And then at wide receiver, I just... You don't think it he would have made it to you if, you if you waited? I didn't want to take a shot. I guess when you have the ability to trade up, you just don't even risk it, right? I didn't want to risk because I really wanted Penny. I thought he could be a big, big contributor. But in a draft, Greg, is there a better feeling than debating two players and then that other player coming back to you the next round? I think that is one of the love best it. feelings love it. in a fantasy draft. I love that feeling. It's um, amazing. And I, did, I can't say it really happened to me in, in this draft last night. There's a few things like, I wish I did differently. Specifically toward the end of the draft, uh, besides the quarterback thing, yeah, we were talking about and drafting forty-year-old running backs. Well, I don't care about that because like their starters. Like, Should have got Adrian Peterson. Uh, Go with the trifecta. Adrian Peterson won't run one pick before me. <laughs> uh, two picks before me. You were um, probably sad you got sniped. I wasn't. But in the fifteenth round, like I, I was going to draft like these young wide receivers. Yeah, that's exactly what I did in my home league. But the one Especially I wa- if it's a keeper league. But the one it's not keep, it, it's not keeper league. Okay. But the one I wanted. I wanted Trey Quinn. Like, I really like Trey Quinn this year. You know that. Yeah. So I drafted I like him too. I drafted him in the 15th round. And then on the way back, I'm like, all right, I'll take Debo Samuel or I'll take Nicole Hardman, whichever one falls to me. They go back to back. I get neither of them. I'm like, oh, man, I probably should just do one of them and then take a yeah. Trey Quinn, ultimately. Yeah, you probably could have got Trey Quinn. So then I'm like, all right, I might as well just take Hollywood Brown. Like, maybe he'll be good for the Ravens. Ultimately, yeah. Right? I, I took him in my home league. Right. Same thing. So it's literally the 16th round now. And for some reason, I didn't. I took all their old guy instead. Who did you take, Greg? I don't even want to tell you. Oh, gosh. It's embarrassing. Greg, we do the show together for so long talking fantasy football the past two months, as basically. Soon as all I, of July, as all soon of August. As I said this person's name, like, why didn't I just say Hollywood Brown like I wanted to? This was the same feeling you had when you took John Lester in fantasy baseball. You realize that, right? Well, I've had all I remember se- you I've had all talking season. about this to the T, the yeah. exact same thing. Who I've had all why season. didn't I take a young pitcher? I just, uh, I went with old John Lester. Lester was the first out. name I knew. Lester worked out. There was a few games where he's been blown up very badly. Every pitcher's been blown up very badly. Yeah. I guess. It's a Greg Olson. Greg Olson. I, you know what? I don't hate Greg Olson this year, actually. Who's your starting tight end? Evan Ingram. Ah, then you didn't need Greg Olson. No. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> well, wide receivers went after you. After, uh, I mean, obviously you were debating Marquise Brown. Um, Hollywood. John Ross, Devontae Parker, Deshaun Hamilton, Hollywood Brown, Mohamed Sanu, Miles Boykin, Quincy Nunwa. Yeah, I would have taken one of the Ravens, guys. One of Boykin or uh, Marquise Brown. Yeah, Speaking probably. of Boykin, he got picked up in, in my home league last night. Nice. We had a first waiver run. How'd it go? So I didn't pick anyone up because obviously I drafted phenomenally. No, I really didn't, though. <laughs> uh, I, didn't, I didn't put any waiver claims in. I was good. I figured, like, what's the difference? There's a lot there? of defenses. A lot of people picking up, like, streaming defenses for this week. Makes sense. We'll talk about that later on in the week as yep. well. Detroit Lions, Seahawks as well. The other thing I messed up on, I don't know why I did it, because I, I wanted Anthony Miller. Like, I think he could have a nice season this year, breaking out with Trubisky a little bit. I like Anthony Miller. But I should have taken Deshaun Jackson over Anthony Miller. Uh, I have them ranked similarly. Yeah. Um, I can see Anthony Miller having a more consistent target share. Right. So then you maybe not feel that bad about that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we take a break here. When we come back, we're going to answer your questions throughout the day. And we're also going to give out our win totals. We're making all of our predictions today. 
Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. with you, BFFs, here on Sports Grid, Pluto coming, Zumo Channel 719. Get in and get on the grid. I know EY is just a matter of moments away. He'll join us here in just a second, so uh, we look forward to hearing EY's thoughts. Uh, but Frankie, of course, big story, Ezekiel Elliott officially signs his contract, 60 years, like $100 million, it's 50 guaranteed, uh, a lot of money to pay. But the rumors say that he's going, you walked in this morning, and you're like, hey, 20 to 25 snaps, this is not good. And I'm like, dude, relax. Yeah, I didn't know if 20 to 25, whatever, the way that they phrased it, I didn't know if they meant touches or snaps. I'm like, well, he normally gets 20 to 25 touches, so nothing's going to change. But I think they're leaning towards that being snaps. Uh, I do not have him ranked where I normally would have him ranked if I knew that he was like 100% good to go. And I think he'll be fine, ultimately. But I do have him more so as a high-end RB2. I think I ranked him as RB13 as of now. Like, if I drafted Ezekiel Elliott, I'm still going to use him. But he might not get his full complement of touches in Week 1. And I recognize that. But it's it's fine because behind one of the best offensive lines in the league should be able to do, you know, decent enough against the New York Giants as well. So, if you have Zeke, you're starting him regardless. Yeah, and that was going to be a question. I do have Zeke. I've been very bullish, much like EY. We talked about it yesterday. Um about Ezekiel Elliott. And Eric, who joins us now, uh, you've seen this report, 20 to 25 snaps for Zeke. I think it's just nonsense and BS, and as soon as he gets going, we're like, well, he looks good. They're just riding him to the ground like normal. Uh, any concern about Zeke's workload today? Zero. Zero concerns. Uh, I've been saying this all along. He's going to play week one. Zeke Elliott is one of the best, if not the best, running back in the NFL. And if he's in shape, which I'm sure he is, and he's up to speed, He's not coming off the field unless he's got to catch his breath or get a drink of water. Well, circle is a shape, right, Greg? So that would, that would constitute as him being in shape? Yes. Eh, just making sure. What would you classify your shape, Frank? Is he all it's a circle? I don't know. I really don't. I don't know. A diamond? You're a diamond. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's skinny. You kind of, kind of come out a little bit and then, and then, and then come back in. Diamond. Skip leg day a little bit. Frank the diamond. <laughs> I don't know. What would you consider yourself? I, I, don't, I don't call myself a shape. A rounded rectangle? Uh, sure. Uh, <laughs> I just like that you're a diamond. <laughs> that's, that's my favorite. Yeah. First thing that came to mind. A diamond. All right. Tomorrow go. on the show, Virginia Zagas will join us to go over uh, the latest injuries and break down Frank's diamond. Um, I don't even know what that means. No idea. <laughs> no idea. But today with EY, we wanted to go over... Our team totals for the year. Now, we did this in baseball, and we also, I know this really for every sport, so I'm going to pull up a document. We are all three of us going to go team by team, and we are going to pick over or under the team's win total. Does that make sense, Frank? Yep, and I've already gone through every team. This is part of uh, Fantasy Pro's accuracy betting challenge that they do. Ah, So I've already basically mapped out every team's win total for the season. 
Ah, well, I, so you cheated. I didn't cheat. I she wanted was... to be ready for the show, which <laughs> this is preparation, Greg. Seems like you cheated, Frank. <laughs> oh, how dare you not do everything on a whim? Great. That's kind of how it sorry, works bud. around. That's kind of how it works around here. All right, whenever you're ready, let's go. Well, all right. Well, I'm I'm getting ready here because you know I, I do things on a whim, as you know. I'm getting ready. I'm sorry. You're not sorry. Ey, how's your day going? Uh, it's excellent. Yeah, it's excellent. My like I told you, my best my uh, best friend from Canada is here with yep. his wife. Um, we were pretty late in the rotation last night, and I had uh, to get to the gym and do all my regular stuff, and an appointment that I had to make uh, earlier today. But uh, it all worked out. I was a little bit late. I told you guys that I would be. Uh, I hate being late. It's my biggest pet peeve. But I did warn you that I was going to be late. So it's technically not late. I'm, I'm right on time. I, I all, all is forgiven. I yeah. totally agree. You ready? I appreciate that. I've been ready, Greg. All right, Frank. I mean, I don't know why you didn't start that. You were so ready. All right, here we go. Let's lead it off with the Buffalo Bills. Their win total sits here, gentlemen, at six and a half. EY, over under six and a half wins for your Buffalo Bills. I'm going to say over. I, I I just have this weird gut feeling that the Buffalo Bills, with Allen at the controls, is going to surprise people. I think this offense is going to be a sneaky one, um, and uh, they improve the offensive line. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to say over. Frankie Stample. Yeah, I'm going to go over as well. I have the Buffalo Bills at seven wins this year, uh, but it's a good number right now, and the FanDuel Sportsbook, uh, there's a lot of juice on the over, too. It's minus 186, so you got to lay a decent amount to go over here. Uh, but I think most people would, would agree that you know, they're probably in that 7-8 win range this year. Josh Allen obviously has to take the next step as a passer. They gave him more weapons this year. Not that he has you know Antonio Brown like they were trying to do, but John Brown, and they give him Cole Beasley. The defense is still going to be really good. They draft Ed Oliver. I agree with what EY said about the offensive line. Uh, they bring in Mitch Morse as their center, so... Uh, I think that there are some good pieces on this team. They're probably like one year away from being a playoff team again. Uh, I have them at seven wins, so slide over. I also go over. We'll make it three for three here, gentlemen. Over six and a half. I think Josh Allen and the Bills defense in particular are a little bit better than people think. I think they can find a way to get to seven and nine. Uh, I agree with you there, Frank. We all go over six and a half when it comes to the Buffalo Bills. Miami Dolphins thought to be the worst team in football. They're over under sits at four and a half. Frank, we'll start with you. I have the Miami Dolphins at three wins this year. Three and 13. They're obviously tanking. They trade away Laramie Tunzel. They trade away Kenny Stills as well. You know, I was looking over their team yesterday. The secondary is by far the biggest strength of this team, and I don't really want to sleep on that, especially when it comes to, you know, fantasy football this year, and we're thinking about using wide receivers against the Miami Dolphins. They still have Xavier Howard. They still have Minka Fitzpatrick. They have Rashad Jones, one of the best safeties. But outside of that, they really don't have much else. I know they have your boy, EY. They have Devontae Parker. You're hoping that he could break out. Why not? Uh, Albert Wilson is someone that's getting hyped up in the fantasy industry right now. He's going to play the slot wide receiver position for the Miami Dolphins. But overall, offensive line not great. Outside of the secondary, they don't have any pass rush at all. It's very obvious that they're trying to tank. I think they want one of those early picks uh, to try and take a quarterback, which is weird because they just spent a second-round pick to get Josh Rosen. I have the under, Greg. Under four and a half for Miami, Eric Young. Yeah, I'm going to say under. I, I don't think they can get to four, to be honest. Um, I think I might have said over a couple weeks ago, uh, but you know, trading away your, maybe your best offensive lineman, um, 
not saying who the quarterback's going to be. Having Ryan Fitzpatrick as your starting quarterback is always a bit of a dice roll. Um, I do feel that they're going to be down. They're going to be losing. I still think Devontae Parker is going to emerge as the number one there, and I know we've been saying that for two or three years me included, um, but I do believe that this could be the year, especially with Fitzpatrick. We know he's not afraid to whip the ball, but but th- this is a bad football team. I don't, I don't think they're even going to get to three, to be honest. Yeah, so for me, if this number was at three and a half, I think I would have taken the over, but five wins a lot. Yeah, it's I four would, and like, a half right now, and you only have to lay. It's minus 130 to get the under right now, FanDuel Sportsbook. This right? team just has four and 12 written all over it. Yeah, I mean, honestly, they're going to be between two and four wins. Legitimately. I agree. I agree. I'm going under as well. Yep. All right, we move on to the New York Jets. Their win total sits at seven. I'll, I will start this. I will start this one uh, for the Jets. I like the Bills to go over, and I don't know if I can do the Bills and the Jets over in a division where New England participates also. But I think Sam Darnold really takes that stuff forward. I think the defense takes stuff forward. I could see them finishing anywhere from seven and nine to eight and eight to nine and seven. I think that's kind of the range for them. I don't think they do worse than that. So I'll take my chances. I will go over for the New York Jets, Frank. Yeah, and I will take the over as well. I have them at 8-8, eight and eight, and I think taking the over is a pretty safe bet too because I think they at least get to seven wins. I'm with you, Greg. So at worst, you'll end up with a push, and they could win as many as nine games. I agree with you. I think they're in that range. The one thing that I worry most about the New York Jets is their areas of concern are very important areas on a football team from offensive line to pass rush to their secondary you know, they're really, really good up the middle in terms of uh, their defensive linemen and C.J. Mosley in the middle of that defense and Jamal Adams in the back end. But Tremaine Johnson really has to bounce back this year. He's getting paid a ton. On the other side, you know, I think they're starting Daryl Roberts as their second cornerback on this team. You know, their offensive line has not played a single game together yet in the preseason. So uh, there are concerns with this team. But overall, you know, they, they acquire Le'Veon Bell and Jameson Crowder. And we expect Sam Donald to take that next step. So I think they're also probably another year away from the playoffs, Greg. But I have them at 8-8. Eight and eight, So slight over on the 7. EY over under 7 on the Jets. Over for me, um, I think offensively this is one of the most improved teams in the NFL. And I think they're going to surprise people. All right, every we have taken three teams thus far. We are all on the same wavelength for all three teams. We have 29 to go. We'll see what happens. Yeah, we might have to speed this up a bit. Anyway, <laughs> well, look at the pace. It's BFFs! Fantasy Sports' best program. We'll answer your question here on Sports Grid. Zumo, Channel 719, stick around. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Put your money where your mouth is. Take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book at FanDuel.com slash grid, where you receive a free bet of up to 500 bucks. It's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account. FanDuel.com slash grid. 
Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college or pro sports. You're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid, open your new account, and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions do apply. See website for details. It's FanDuel.com slash grid. All righty, Frankie. EY, one more team left inside the AFC East. It's the New England Patriots, gentlemen, and they're over under six this year at 11. EY, we begin with you. Oh, 11, geez. Oh, yikes. I'm, I'm going to go over. I mean, I'm just, I'm tired of betting against Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. Over 11 for Eric Young. I actually have the Patriots at 11 wins, so uh, it's a push for me. If I had to choose something, probably go over, but I mean, I w- this is not something that I would bet on. I have this team exactly at uh, 11 and 5. They probably go 4 and 2 in the division, potentially 5 and 1 in the division as well. Really excited for week one's matchup against the Pittsburgh Steelers. And all of a sudden, Greg, Tom Brady went from having no weapons to. Having Josh Gordon and Demarius Thomas on the outside, Julian Edelman to throw the ball to, still has James White. People are excited about Sony Michelle again. Their offensive line's still really good. There you go. We were we were worried about Tom Brady, you know, kind of taking a backseat in fantasy this year, and all of a sudden he's got all these weapons again. We kind of think it's going to be a pretty good division with three of the four teams going over the number for yep. all of us. So we think the AFC East, one of the better divisions here in football. Let's move on to the AFC North. We begin with the Baltimore Ravens, who's over and under this year, sits at an eight and a half, Frank. And I think this is a really, really tough division to call as well. Uh, I'm going to take the over slightly. I have, uh, I have the Baltimore Ravens at nine wins. And that, that means they finish in third place, Greg. But we'll get to that a little bit later on. Spoiler alert. Eight and a half wins. He goes over nine. Nine and seven, says the Ravens. I also go over. I took the Ravens in a win pool league. Uh, I think the Ravens only always find ways to win. Go eight and eight, nine and seven, something like that. I'll take my chances. I'll go over with Baltimore, Eric. Over, yeah. Lamar Jackson is the truth. That's going to be the best rushing offense in the NFL. They're going to control the ball. And uh, the two rookie wide receivers, I think, are going to surprise people and make them uh, hard, a hard team to beat this year. Cleveland Browns sit at nine and a half. Frank, you said the Ravens come in third place in their division, which means you believe the Raven, the Browns are going over nine and a half wins. That means they're winning double-digit games. And I will finally go against you. I will take the under on the Cleveland Browns. I'm going to fade them here a little bit. I can see them going nine and seven, eight and eight. It's a big jump for this team. I know we all want to buy into the hype. We all want to love what Cleveland is. But I'm going to fade that here. The under is actually minus 140 on a FanDuel. So everyone kind of... All the money kind of coming in here on this under. It's a high number, I thought. I go under Cleveland. It sounds like you're going over. Yeah, it's it's a really good number at nine and a half. You know, I can see them going nine and seven, ten and six. I do go with ten and six. I have them at ten wins. And you know, a lot of the reason why people are taking the under for this team, it's you know, it's first year uh, head coach, not an interim in, in Freddie Kitchens here. And the fact that we haven't seen the Cleveland Browns do it for a while now, you know, all that's kind of irrelevant, Greg. It's kind of we're projecting forward. This is a team that, on paper, is stacked. Some question marks about their offensive line, but their defense still really good. Denzel Ward looked like an emerging young cornerback in the league. They have two phenomenal pass rushers, Miles Garrett and Olivier Vernon. You know, we're excited about Baker Mayfield for fantasy. Obviously, they have Odell Beckham, Nick Chubb. I mean, there's a lot to like about this Cleveland Browns team. I think that they, they're going to flirt with 9-7, and 10-6, but ultimately, I do have them at 10-6. What about you, Eric? 
I'm going to go uh, under, and that's because I think they, they play in a really difficult division. Pittsburgh and Baltimore um, are, are going to, to outscore I, I believe outscore Cleveland and, and it's the first year I like I want to be all aboard the hype train. I got Baker Mayfield right, in right. the dynasty league. Uh, I, I love a bunch of the players. Odell Beckham is now playing with the best quarterback he's ever played with, but it is, there's just a lot of questions and, and like the reality is, is they're still just the Cleveland Browns. Cincinnati Bengals win total sits at six. I know you're going under that Frank. I'm going under as well. Yes, that is correct. I have uh, I have the Cincinnati Bengals at five wins, but uh, this is a wager that I like a decent amount. I-, I could see them winning four as well. So I think they're in that four or five win range. Their their total is five and a half, uh, and I just think you know first time head coach play caller. They have a first time defensive coordinator on this team as well. The AJ Green injury, all the injuries and and retirements to their offensive line. I think this could be a really, really long season for the Cincinnati Bengals, Greg. I, EY, I'm also going under here. What about you at six? Under as well. I want Joe Mixon to play for a good football team at some point in my life. Please, God. One point in your life. There you go. <laughs> All right. Uh, so I'm the only one that will be different so far. That's with the Baltimore, sorry, with the Cleveland Browns. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, their number's nine. I, I love the over here. I don't, this is a surprising number. I love going over nine with the Pittsburgh Steelers. I had the Pittsburgh Steelers at 10 wins, so uh, finishing atop the division with the Cleveland Browns, ultimately winning the division on a tiebreaker with the Cleveland Browns. But look, it's just status quo for the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's you know I don't think that they're going to miss a beat without Le'Veon Bell, without Antonio Brown. I think Juju Smith-Schuster is that guy. He can take that next step forward as this this team's next wide receiver one. Uh, James Conner basically filled in you know flawlessly for Le'Veon Bell last year one of the better offensive lines you know their defense does have to improve I think we acknowledge that but you know trading up and uh, drafting Devin Bush is definitely going to help that so I go over the number here as well I have him at 10 wins Greg all right some breaking news before we continue on uh, all the Vikings participated in, all the Vikings were at practice Savon Diggs did not practice and he was not in uniform for today's game for today's practice is it injury related or like personal or that's all same? I got? Okay, so yeah, pay attention to that for sure. That's all I got, whatever that means. Interesting. All right, uh, we move on. Uh, I'm sorry, EY, you're a thought on Pittsburgh. Sorry, uh, I'm gonna say over, but but I do worry. I mean, Father Time is undefeated. Uh, ben Roethlisberger, I don't know if he can continue. I'm not sure if Juju Smith Schuster is. Antonio Brown. I think Antonio Brown is, is one of the best receivers to ever play in the NFL. Uh, he's out of his mind, but Juju's going to, I mean, it's just going to be a completely different game. He's going to guys have double teaming him every single play. Can he, can he fight past that? We're going to find out. I think that they will and they'll be fine, but I do say that hesitantly. I'm worried about Pittsburgh this year. The Jacksonville Jaguars win total sits at eight wins for the Jags. New quarterback, Nick Foles, new culture. EY, what do you think? Under, all right. Yeah, I just, uh, I just don't believe that this team will improve. Uh, I like D.D. Westbrook because I think of, of the volume, but other than that, I mean, I don't know what this wide receiver core is going to be. It's like ten of the same guy. Um, they have got Connolly there to kind of stretch the field, but I mean, he's never really proven to to be the man yet. Nick Foles has has had one kind of stretch of being a successful quarterback in the NFL. Um, it was an important stretch, but I mean, other than that, he, I mean, he's not a giant step up from Blake Bortles, let's be honest, and he can't run at all. Yeah, I had this team at eight wins, Greg, so that's a push. If I had to choose something, I would go with the over because I do think that they are the second best team in this division this upcoming season. Defense is still elite, and I think Nick Foles is, 
you know, a, a decent margin better than the quarterback play that they've had in years past. Uh, and obviously, we're all excited about D.D. Westbrook, and some people are excited about Leonard Fournette. I'm not on Leonard Fournette just because of his injury history for fantasy, but you know, it's it's hard to argue with what he can do if he's given that full work. I also really like the number for Jacksonville at 8. I think they're an 8-8 eight eight team, but as I did earlier when I thought that was the right number, I went over. I'm going to do the same thing. I think the Jacksonville over the number because they have the ability with that defense to steal a few games. We'll see what Nick Foles brings. I will go over 8 here. Up next, inside the AFC South, we have the Tennessee Titans, whose win total sits at 8. I'm going to go under 8 for the Tennessee Titans. I believe they are an under 500 team. I thought Mike Vrabel uh, was fine last year. I was not overly impressed. I don't think they've done enough to improve this team. I do not like Tennessee this year. This is not a 500 ball club. I go under. Sorry, EY. EY is going to end up killing both of us because I'm also going under with the Tennessee Titans. I have them at 7 wins. I just think everything's kind of got off on the wrong foot so far this year for the Tennessee Titans from you know losing Taylor Luan for the first four games of the season. Uh, Derrick Henry is already a little bit banged up. Looks like he's going to be good to go in week one dealing with this calf injury. Marcus Mariota has not looked good in the preseason uh, as well. They have a first-time play caller as their offensive coordinator. So I do have my concerns. I think uh, I think it's a pretty good division too. So I, I have them at 7-9. and nine. Eric? Yeah, solid division. Uh, I think Andrew Luck uh, um, retiring is going to be a big step for them. Look, at, I, I'm, it is a homer pick, but I'm going to go over. I don't. I'm not super concerned about the Derrick Henry injury. Marcus Mariota, I think, when healthy, can be a serviceable to very good quarterback that can run and can scramble. Losing Lalonde for the first four weeks, I think if they can get two wins out of that and then they get their best offensive lineman back and then start to really pound the ball, especially in the later months, it could be an advantage. The reality, it could be an advantage to have your best lineman fully healthy and fully fresh for the more important games later on in the season. The next team up, you mentioned Andrew Luck, it's the Indianapolis Colts. The Colts over-under sits at seven this year. Gentlemen, I'll start this one again. I think the Colts are undervalued with an offensive line at seven games. I've been pounding the pavement for this one. I'm going over seven for the Indianapolis Colts. I have them at seven. So, again, I'll lean with the slight over if I had to choose one of them because... The reasons you mentioned, Greg, offensive line is still really good. I think Jacoby Brissett is going to be a lot better than what we saw two years ago as well. Eric? Yeah, I believe that Brissett will be better than he was. Um, yeah, I'm going over. I, I just think that they're going to lean on Mac. This was going to be a, 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 tr- a time for him to prove that he's an elite running back. Um, obviously, Andrew Luck leaving, but I think they're – their defense is improved. Their offensive line is great. They're going to control the ball, and they're going to they're going to get a bunch of wins. It's not going to be the same Colts that we're used to. I think it's going to be uh, a different style, but they're going to do it. I love Frank Reich's play calling. I trust Frank Reich as well. One more team inside the AFC South here. It's the Houston Texans. Eight and a half wins. Eric, you're up first. Thirty seconds. Uh, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go under. I just don't believe that their their back end of their defense can hold up, and people are going to score on them. He goes under. Yeah, I do have the over. I have them winning this division at 9-7, and seven, Greg. I'll take the over, too. Somebody's going to win 10 games in this division. They just don't know who it is. When we come back, we got a lot more to go. No more analysis. Just lightning we, we, round. We, uh, we got a lot more to go here. So we're going to do the best we can. AFC West is up next. Hey, 
thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. A lot more teams to go. We uh, rush. Maybe we can we can finish. Lightning round, Greg. Lightning round. Let's start in the AFC West. The Kansas City Chiefs are the favorites in this division. They are at ten and a half wins. The Chiefs are awesome. Are they awesome enough to win eleven games, Frank? I have them at exactly eleven wins, uh, but it's a lot of. It's a, it's a lot if you're actually betting on it and, and throwing money on it. So it, I, this is probably something I would stay away from, but I do have them at 11 wins, so going over. Eric? Over. Pat Mahomes is a generational player. We're going to be talking about him when we're 80 years old. All right, there you go. I also will go over and uh, hope to make it to 80 years old. You're like 20 years away from that, right, Greg? Something like that. Let's I'm go- less than that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go over to the Chargers. And the Chargers are the second favorite to win this division. They are nine and a half, have nine and a half wins. I'm going to take the under on the Chargers. Chargers are always just snake bitten constantly. The Melvin Gordon thing's annoying. They've lost Darwin James already. And it just seems like things tend to go wrong for this team. A lot went right last year. I don't think it happens again. I think they finish under nine and a half wins. EY. Yeah, under, if Darwin James played, I would have went over. But that is the linchpin for this defense. And I was really... Really pumped to watch him play this year. So, yeah, under for me. I'm starting to get cold feet here. I still have them at 10 wins, and I'm going to stick with that for now. Uh, some some question marks about their offensive line, but overall I still think their defense can be really good. Uh, I trust Phillip Rivers and the pass catchers there as well. Last night, Hard Knocks wrapped up this season. From what I read, very boring. It's true. Okay, so should I know? Poor, poor Keelan Dawes, man. Come on. Spoiler alert. Jesus Christ. Well, it happened. It's, it's based on events that have happened in the past, Greg. Uh, spoiler alert. I I, you think I wanted the end of Chernobyl spoiled for me? No, that happened in the past. <laughs> All right. There you go. So it's the ending of Titanic as well. You had that spoiled for you too? No. What? Don't tell me what happens. All right. What are we doing? Oakland Raiders? Oakland Raiders, six and a half is the win total, EY. Uh, under, I just, they're the Raiders. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it, it just is such, I don't have a good feeling about it. I don't know what Josh Jacobs is going to be. Uh, Antonio Brown is awesome, but he's a lunatic and who knows, who knows what's going to go on. Yeah. I think this is one of the easiest unders, Greg. I have them at five wins. Uh, I'm going under with the Oakland Raiders just still, I don't think they have enough talent overall. Yeah. I think they're better than last year. I think they are better than last year. So I'm tempted to think that this team can finish seven and nine. But I don't think they will. I think six and I mean, ten. They, they won four games last year, Greg. Are they going to be three games well, better? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I think they're better. I think six and ten is the number. Yeah, I think they're at five or six. So I, I feel I feel pretty good about that. Broncos win total is seven. New head coach is Vic Fangio. That defense should be good. Will the offense be good enough to win eight games? No. I'm taking the under seven. Hell no. The Denver Broncos. <laughs> I'm taking the under as well. Love the defense. I actually really like them in week one. Uh, this line has completely moved. I believe the Oakland Raiders opened up as a one-point favorite. It's now swung. The Broncos are laying two, but uh, I still really like them. I think they cover easily in week one, but I will take the under on the season, Greg. All righty. Uh, Eric Young, you are up next. The Raiders over under seven. Sorry, the Broncos over under seven. 
I'm going over. They haven't had um, competent quarterback play in several years. Joe Flacco's not going to, you know, come out and whip it all over the place and win a, win a bunch of games on his own. But I think he is a good quarterback, um, and I think Cor- Cortland Sutton takes a big step forward this year. So I'm going over. The year of Cortland Sutton. That's the AFC, the AFC gentlemen. Uh, to, I guess we'll do this now. All right, I might as well do it this way. We'll figure out if he gets the NFC. EY. <laughs> Who do you believe wins the AFC East? Oh, Lord. Do I have to pick a team? You do. Is that, is that where we're at? That is, yes. That's how it works. Um, can I phone a friend? No. Can I do 50-50? Uh, no. Pull the audience. Sure. All right, what do you think? Uh, I believe the New England Patriots win the division. <laughs> I mean, like I already said, like I'm tired of betting against Belichick and Brady. Brady's 40 years old, and I think this is the year that he, I mean, he has his best offensive weapons that he's maybe ever had. Cumulative. Uh-huh. So, yeah, right, it's, it's, Patriots, it's Patriots. Patriots all the way. Yeah, it's the Patriots, Greg. All right, AFC North, who do you think? I have the Steelers. I also will take the Steelers. EY? Ravens. Ravens. Goes with Baltimore. I like it. AFC West, I'll go with the Chiefs. Eric? Chiefs. Chiefs. AFC South, EY. (laughs) (laughs) Tennessee Titans. Tennessee Titans. Let's go. Houston Texans, Greg. Houston Texans. You want to go with Jacksonville. I do. He wants to go with Jacksonville. I do. You you like Indy, too. I do. Well, you can't. Phone a friend. Oh, man. I do. I really, really do. Uh, I will go with the Houston Texans. I will go with the Houston Texans. All right. Uh, there's two wild card teams that come out of the AFC. Uh, Frank, who are yours? I have Cleveland and the Chargers. Cleveland? That was too fast. Um, wild card. I'm trying to do lightning round here, I Greg. I understand. I wasn't prepared for your quick answer. Who is it? I'm sorry. Chargers and the Browns. Think about it. You want your wild card teams, please, sir. Let's go. Uh... Browns and Tampa Bay? Wrong conference. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, Brown, Browns and Jets. Browns and Jets. So the Jets get in and not the Bills. Interesting. All right. I will take the... I'm going to take the Jets. I'm going to take the Jets. How you feeling, Frankie? You guys are crazy. <laughs> That's how I'm feeling. I'm going to take the Jets and I'll take the Ravens. I'm going to take the Jets and I'm going to take the Ravens. Okay. All right. Um, who, is, who do you believe comes out of the AFC? Who is going to the Super Bowl in the AFC? I'm going extremely chalky. I'm going to go with the Kansas City Chiefs. You go with the Kansas City Chiefs. Yes, All sir. All right. EY, who comes out of the AFC? To be the man, you got to beat the man. Woo. Patriots. Patriots. I don't, that makes me sick to my stomach. I mean, it's the safest bet. It's, it's, it's so safe. I'm going to go with the Chiefs as well. I, have, I actually have the Steelers in the conference championship. I like that. I like that. All right, we got about seven minutes to go. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's, hush, let's hustle through it. New York Giants over under since at six. Frank. Uh, I have them at six, but if I had to choose something, I guess I would go under. Under six, I will go. I will go over six as my number. I think they finished seven and nine. Uh, Ey. Yeah, over. 
Vancouver. Okay. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys, Zeke is back. Their win total is nine games. I will also take the over nine for the Cowboys. Um, I don't, will I? No. Screw that. I'll go under nine for the Cowboys. Wow, what a homer pick. Yeah. Uh, I have them made exactly nine, but again, I'm not going to take a cop out with the push, Greg. I'll, I'll go with the over. You what? Over. I believe that this off this offense is going to be uh, twice as good as it was last year with with those players on this team, and and uh, I think they're gonna I think they're gonna roll this year. Eagles are nine and a half. They're one of the favorites in the NFC. That's why I'll take them over. They will win double digit games this year. I like the Eagles a lot, Eric. Yeah, over. I think they're going to score so many points. Yeah, and the, their defense is going to be improved statistically. They're going to be able to pin their ears back and come after people. Scary team, Frankie. Uh, yeah, I have them at 11 wins, so this is actually one of my favorite overs in terms of just uh, betting for the season. Washington Redskins, their win total sits at 6. I feel like Frank here say this is easy under. Uh, yes, it is. I think they probably win 4 or 5 games. I think the 6 is the right number, but I think but if I had to choose 7-9 and nine versus 5-11, and 11, i go with 5-11. and 11. I will also go under. Eric? Uh, oh, jeez. Uh, over. Over, Over. Just, just a gut feel. Yeah, absolutely. Up next, we move on to the NFC North, where the Green Bay Packers win total sits at nine. I'll take the under. I have them at eight wins, Greg. They made a lot of additions on defense this year. We got to see that come to fruition, but new coach, new offensive scheme. Last year, they won six games. I think they get better this year, but I, I think that this is probably the toughest division to pick in football, Greg. It really is. The NFC North is very, very tough. So you went over there, Frank? Uh, under, under, oh, under. Excuse me, I'm sorry. Uh, Eric, over two reasons. Aaron Rodgers got a chip on his shoulder, and also Aaron Rodgers has two legs. I thought you were just going to say two reasons, Aaron and Rodgers. I thought that was going to be it. I thought that was going to be it too. Also, you could go. That would have been better if I would have done that. All right, I'm going to take over for Green Bay. Two reasons, Aaron and Rodgers. Chicago nine and a half is their win total. Uh, Ey, we'll start with you. Oh, nine and a half. Yeah, 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 yeah. I. I uh, Oh man, it's so hard because they're playing. They're playing Green Bay. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to go over because I really like Chicago. I think that the Trubisky is going to take a step forward. He's going to improve. The offense is going to improve, and the defense is, is unreal. I don't think they're going to score as many points and, and be as dominant as they were last year, just because it was nuts. But I, I still think that this is a really super dangerous team. Alrighty, I will go under nine and a half for me, the Chicago. I think they may. They are dangerous. The defense is amazing. I'm worried about the offense a little bit and Mitchell Trubisky here. I'm going to go under 9.5. I'm going to go under as well. I think the loss of Vic Fangio is going to be huge for them. They still have a lot of talent on defense, but his scheme was one of the best in football. Speaking of coaches, Mike Zimmer on the hot seat this year. Their win total is at 9 for Minnesota. One of the favorites last year. Really tough season for them, Frank. This 9 number seems right to me. Like I think yeah. they go 9-7. and seven. I agree. I don't That's why know, it's tough. I don't know that they win 10 games. I think they go 8-8 eight and eight if I had to choose. I, agree I, I go with, under. I agree with that. I wouldn't. You know, gun to my head, I would choose under, but I, I think that they do get to nine wins. I think this division is are all between Stacked, seven and yeah. nine wins. It's really, it's really hard, uh, Eric. Yeah, tough. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say under just because the division they play in. Yeah. But I mean, it's what a, it's it, it could go any which way. Detroit Lions wrap up that division. They're at six and a half. I'm actually going to take the over. I think this team has a lot of talent on defense this year. I know Matt Patricia has kind of been a clown, but they return all of their five offensive linemen. We're excited about Galladay. We're excited about Carryon Johnson as well. Uh, I think they take a step up this year. They win seven games. Eli? Yeah, over for me for the same thing that, that Frank's saying. I think that Patricia is not as inept as he has shown or people are saying. Uh, and, and look, I love Carryon Johnson. I love him. I love him. I love him. I think he is that inept. 
I'll take the under. <laughs> Ten big bucks. Bruce Arians, six and a half. He's not inept. This team's winning seven games. They're going over the number. I have this game. I have this team at six wins. Greg, I just still have too many question marks about the defense. JPP already heard as well. Offense is going to be great. I uh, still don't trust the defense. Under six. Ey. Uh, under. Yeah, just because I don't trust the defense either. Tough division too, man. Very yeah. tough division. Yeah. Between the Carolina Panthers. This is my favorite one on the board. They're going. They're not. They're going five hundred at least. That's a lock in a century. Seven and a half is their number. They're going way over. Again, really, really tough division. I have them at eight wins, so I would take the slight over here, but it is not one of my best bets. Eric? Uh, I'm going to go over, but really, uh, really worried about it because of Cam's foot. I know they're saying he's healthy and he's going to play and it's no big deal, but I don't know. I, I, I worry. Like, who's going to play quarterback if not Cam Newton? Will Greer, baby. Let's go to Atlanta, where their win total sits at eight and a half wins. Everyone seems to love the Falcons going over that number. Considering I think Carolina's going to be awesome, I'll take under eight and a half wins for Atlanta. Yeah, I've actually thought about fading Atlanta as well. I'll take the slight over. I have them at nine wins. You know, everyone's talking about all the dome games they have. That's fine and all, but their schedule is actually really, really tough. So, uh, slight over, they get to nine wins, but I, I don't love it. You why? Defense will be improved because of getting players back from injury, and it's the dome games. I, and Matt Ryan is deadly. Absolutely deadly indoors, and I think it's over for them. Final team in the South. It's New Orleans Saints. Ten and a half wins. Are they going to get to 11, Frank? Yeah, I have them at 12 wins, so this is actually one of my favorite bets. I think they at least get to 11. Uh, EY. Over for me. Love this team. Love the defense. Love the offense. Love the coaching. Love everything about it. I'll take under 10 and a half wins. I think it's a lot of wins. All right, Seattle, eight and a half. Is their win total over or under eight and a half, Frank? This is one of the tougher ones for me to call. Agreed. Call. I'm going to go slight under, but again, I don't really feel good about it. I go slight under as well. EY? Pass rush has improved. I'm going over. I like that. Uh, I love Russell Wilson. Uh, San Francisco is eight wins. That's so many wins. Too many. I go under. Yeah, I have them at six. This is an easy under for me. EY? Under. Rams over under 10.5. Under for me. I have them at 11, so slight over. EY? Over. They're going to play in the Super Bowl. Cardinals at five wins over under. Push. Over. Over. If I had to choose, under. Under. I go over. He's EY. He's Frank. I'm Greg. We'll get you our Super Bowl predictions later in the week. Virginia Zock is tomorrow. Have a great afternoon, everybody. We hope. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Details. So what did I miss? What did I miss? Here's what you missed on the BFFs. You know when I came out of my auction, my home league auction, and I was like, I read the room really, really well. Like I was very happy with what I did. Like drafted Zeke for on, on a uh, a discount, drafted Todd Gurley on a discount. I was really able to utilize my money well. Like I read it. Like I walked out of there, it's like I got that right. I didn't do that last night. I don't know. You showed me your team and, and the way the draft played out. I, I like your team. The team, the, the team is okay. The, the team is okay. It's pretty good. I appreciate that. Um, I, there's just a couple of things I wish I did differently, ultimately. And you feel that in every draft, obviously. But Yeah. Um, I feel like the teams that you walk away feeling that you crushed it, that you got every pick right, are usually the teams where something goes wrong. It's funny because I really, 
meant to like not stack the bench with all these like gross veterans because I always do it and I did it again. <laughs> so you have like Larry Fitzgerald on no, your team, Michael Crabtree, just the running, just the running backs. I have three like Peyton 30... Barber. No, I don't have them either. But <laughs> so I do have got? LaShawn McCoy, Frank Gore, and Deion Lewis. Frank Gore definitely fits that description. But for where you got LaShawn McCoy, uh, would you get him in like the tenth round? That's yeah. pretty damn good value. Well, so it's actually crazy. So at my at my spot in the tenth. I was deciding between LaShawn McCoy and Rashad Penny. I have them, I think, almost back-to-back in my draft. Very range, close. So it is very, very close. Very, very close. Um, I have them back-to-back as well, obviously. I think I would go with McCoy, but okay. it's close. So I went with McCoy. I actually traded down a few spots because I was like, All right, maybe someone's to make a decision for me. I'll get some draft capital out of it. Yeah. Um, so somebody, so Jeff and Jeff traded up because he wanted to draft A.J. Green in the 10th round at that spot, which is I, also not bad value. So I considered doing that as well, and I was like, yeah, whatever. You know what I mean? That was kind of, I really wanted McCoy uh, or Penny. So I ultimately went with LaShawn McCoy. And as Jeff was kind of entering, because we use clicky draft, and you kind of, when you have trades, you got to take things out, put them back in, whatever. He by accident passes Rashad Penny in there. But nobody really drafted him. He just like, he was like the highest guy on the list. So we go through the entire 10th round. Nobody drafts him. We're halfway through the 11th round. I'm like, this is ridiculous. (laughs) I know where this is going. So I trade up. I trade up. I'm like, I, I got to make a trade. So I, I, I wind up trading up. I go, I'll take Rashad Penny. Nice. And I three Both people, guys you wanted. Three other people in the room. I'm like, wait, we thought he was drafted. Like, no, he wasn't. Oh, Greggy. And I didn't, sneaky, it was, sneaky. It wasn't me doing anything. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. And um, so I got both those guys. And then at wide receiver, I just... You don't think it he would have made it to you if you, if you waited? I didn't want to take a shot. I guess when you have the ability to trade up, you just don't even risk it, right? I didn't want to risk it because I really wanted Penny. I thought he could be a big, big contributor. But in a draft, Greg, is there a better feeling than debating two players and then that other player coming back to you the next round? I think that is one of the love best it. feelings love it. in a fantasy draft. I love that feeling. It's um, amazing. Couldn't catch the live show? Yes. Make sure to download our podcast at the FNTSY Sports Network Audio Boom channel. Oh, super.